The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus journeyed from one town and village to another, preaching and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. Accompanying him were the twelve, and some women who had been cured of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out. Joanna, the wife of Herod's steward, Chusa, Susanna, and many others who provided for them out of their resources. The Gospel of the Lord. Right as I was beginning to proclaim the gospel, this guy right here did something. I was watching. I saw you do it. Well, you're not in trouble. Don't worry about it. You took your hand and you touched your forehead. And then you continued marking yourself. Why did you do that? What? Yep, why did you make the cross on your forehead? For Jesus? For Jesus? No, oh. You weren't expecting me to put you on the spot, were you? <laughs> and you know what everybody else is thinking? They're glad I'm talking to you and not them. Sometimes we do things in the church and we, we're taught to do them, but we don't always understand why. And I'll let you in on a secret. I could probably ask a lot of these other folks over there, the grown-ups, about why they touched their head, and they wouldn't be able to tell me either. These gestures that we do in church are important, so let's get at it this way. Has anybody here, maybe once in a while, ever had trouble paying attention? You know, I love the kids because they're honest. You notice the adults don't put their hands up and they're just as bad? Okay, put your hands down. Has anybody here ever been distracted? Has anybody here ever listened to somebody talking to you and then forgot what they said right afterwards? <laughs> Good, because every now and then at Mass, we build in a certain amount of honesty. That's who we are. Our minds wander, we're easily distracted, and oftentimes, even when we think we're paying attention, we forget what was said to us right away. Because paying attention is not easy, is it? And you know, whether it's in school or whether it's at home and mom and dad say, how many times do I have to tell you? And as far as we're concerned, this was the first time. Listening and paying attention is hard, and we need help. And so we do this, we mark ourselves on the forehead before the gospel is proclaimed as a way of helping ourselves prepare to pay attention. And so we ask the Lord for the gift of being able to remember his word. May your word stay on my mind. It's a prayer. We do it so quickly sometimes that we don't even think about it. But when we do it slowly, what we're doing is we're saying, Jesus has something to say, and I want to give myself a chance 
to hear what he has to say to me because it's important. And then after that, we mark our lips. Has anybody here ever gotten in trouble maybe once or twice for something that we said? Has anybody here ever tried to say the right thing and found yourself saying the wrong thing? Has anybody here, maybe when we're upset, just said something we never should have said in the first place? Does anybody here complain a lot? This isn't confession. You don't have to keep. <laughs> One of the things that we recognize as well is that it's really easy to say the wrong thing. It's really easy to say the dishonest thing. It's really easy to say the bad thing and the negative thing. That's easy. What's hard is to say the right thing, the good word. And so the next thing we do is we make a sign over our lips asking the Lord that we can speak rightly, that we can share the good word that he gives us. And then finally, we make a sign, a third sign of the cross over the heart. We do all of this before we get to hear the gospel. So that we're clear, the three gestures are a sign of the cross on the forehead, a sign of the cross over the lips, and a sign of the cross over the heart. Being the priest, it's really funny sometimes what I see up here because every now and then you see somebody who knows I gotta do something but isn't sure what, and the hand gestures get pretty incredible. Which is also really cool because it means somebody is trying to get it right, just doesn't know how. So again, it's a sign of the cross on the forehead and over the lips and over the heart. Lord, may your word stay on my mind. May your word speak through me. And the big one, may your word change my heart. And that reminds us what the teaching of Jesus is for. We remember it so that we can share it, but also so that it can shape how we live. Then we listen. And what happens there is we recognize that when it comes to our faith and our sacraments, we want to be ready for them because everything we do, especially at Mass, is for shaping our hearts. And so to help us understand how that works, I've got a couple more questions for our young people. And back when I was growing up, some of the older folks in town used to joke that the really good Catholics are the ones who sit way in the back. So I'm going to come back and talk to some really good Catholics back here. And because you're ducking, of course I've got to come to you. You guys were so not ready for this. Okay. I've got two things in my hands. I've got a coffee cup, and I got the chalice. Which is the better thing for me to use at Mass? The chalice? Yeah. Are you sure? Would it be a good idea for me to use a coffee cup? I don't know. You don't know? Okay. What do you think? Would it be a good idea for me to use a coffee cup instead of this? No. No. Why not? Because that's what you use in church. Because that's what I use in church. Okay, but... Wait. Uh, Okay. What do you think? Coffee cup or chalice? What should I use? I don't think I 
Okay, you don't think either one matters. Okay, that's an interesting answer. What about you guys? Coffee cup or chalice? What should I use? The chalice, why? You're not sure, you just know we should use this. All right, it actually does matter. And it matters a lot for a very important reason. What do you think? Coffee cup or chalice? <laughs> chalice? Why? Because it looks cooler. Because it looks cooler. <laughs> That is not a bad answer. It's not the entirely correct answer, but it is not a bad answer. Sir, coffee cup or chalice? Uh, this okay. chalice because, you know, it's gold. You know, it looks nice. Because you know it's gold and it looks nice. That's closer. All right, see, it matters what we use. It matters what we use. Yes, sir, you got your hand up. Okay, because that's what the Lord used on his last supper. Yes. In the scriptures, it's the chalice of my blood. Okay. Yes. Because it's holy and God uses it, and that's why it's good because it's holy and God uses it, and it looks cool too. <laughs> All right. This looking cool is a big part of uh, our responding here. Now let's, let's unpack this because there are rules about what I am allowed or any priest is allowed to use for mass. And we're not allowed to use this. Okay, so it makes a difference. But the question is why? Why would I need to use the chalice and not the coffee cup? Number one, this is cheap. This is cheap, it has no value. And for Mass, holding the presence of Jesus, that has infinite value. You don't take something priceless and honor it by using something cheap. Using this would say, I don't care. Using this would say, I could just use any old thing for the Lord. It's designed, when you're done with a cup like this, what happens with it? It's made to be thrown away. It's not made to be permanent. And so the church says, first, we need something valuable as a sign of respect for the precious blood of the Lord that will be in here, not something cheap. Something with permanence, not something designed to be thrown away. Because when we receive the body and blood of the Lord, that's not something that's there to be disposed of, but to remain with us. Secondly, the other problem with this, the wind would take it and carry it away. It's light and it's weak. It's weak. And so it's not reliable. If I try to put the precious blood in something like this, this isn't strong enough to hold it and to be trustworthy. Paper? What? Isn't that paper? Yeah. Exactly. And so the church says what we use at Mass has to be 
worthy. It has to be well made, not have some silly made up design on it. And so it has to be appealing to the eye. It, has to, it should be beautiful. It should be strong. It should be well made of valuable material. And it needs to be reliable. But here's the big point. If I say this about the chalice that we use for mass, next question, is this chalice alive? Is this alive? No. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> Think about that for a second. If I say about the chalice which isn't alive, that is just going to hold the presence of Jesus, that it has to be well made. It has to have dignity. It has to be strong. How much more would I have to say that about the person who receives the body or the blood of Christ in Holy Communion? See, these are also signs about us and about our lives. The vessels that we use are not just because we want to respect the presence of Jesus at the Mass. It's a reminder that our hearts, our lives, need to become like the chalice not like the coffee cup. That's why we ask the Lord's gospel to change our heart so that we have better virtues in us, so that our character becomes better, so that our lives have a goodness that isn't weak, but a goodness that is strong, permanent, and reliable. So everything we've just said about the chalice is something that we need to say about ourselves and something that we want to say about you guys. That's the whole point of going to a Catholic school. That's the point of coming out on a retreat day, to remind ourselves about how our faith, in a sense, when we're selfish, when we're indifferent, when we're cruel to one another, when we forget our faith, our lives become cheaper and weaker. When we seek to live our faith and learn and follow the teachings of the Lord, our lives become worthier, more appealing, stronger, and more reliable. And that is what the Lord wants to do for us today. And so for all of us, for all of us, as we come forward to receive the Lord in Holy Communion, which will happen in just a few minutes, attend to that. Make your heart ready and ask the Lord for that great grace of making your heart a little more like this. And that would be a very, very good prayer to say. Amen.